pineapple. another episode of the Chuck Series Companion. I am your host, the Jstrom, and today we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 10, Chuck versus the Nemesis. Yes, I've been waiting to get to this episode. This is a great episode. This is the Bryce Returns episode, and I'm very excited. Let's see how many times I can say episode. No, let's not. But seriously, folks, thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm so excited to be here. I'm having a great time re-watching Chuck and doing this podcast. It's pretty awesome to experience a show you love over again. Because basically, I watch one episode a week now. And with each episode, you know, I record it and then I edit it and then I put it out. I do a blog post. It's like I put that episode to bed and then I move on. So it's really cool experiencing the show over again. Speaking of experiencing the show over again, today is April 7th, 2015, and the Chuck original soundtrack has come out by Tim Jones, and I have listened to it. It is awesome. It is incredible. It's so great to hear all of those tracks from the show that we know and love, and uh, all these memories and feelings come creeping up as you listen to it. It's nothing but pure joy. Oh my God, it was just elation listening to that thing very loud in my house. And I hope you guys pick it up and do the same thing because it's so great. One of my favorite things that he included is that twangy guitar, James Bondy sounding Chuck. Oh my God, I love it so much. Wow, it makes me excited. I can't wait to listen to it again, and I hope you guys dig it too. Now, if you guys would like to check out more episodes of this podcast, go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you will find previous episodes, you'll find a link to iTunes to subscribe, and you'll also find my blog post to each episode as I cover them. Also, please send me some feedback at nimpodcast at gmail.com, or you can call and leave me a voicemail at 1206-309-4729. That'll be awesome. Feedback feeds the machine, and I'd appreciate it. Now, let's get into Chuck versus the Nemesis. This episode was written by Chris Fedak. Chris Fedak, as you know, is the co-creator of Chuck. I believe he came up with the idea. He was friends with Josh Schwartz, and he pitched him the idea, and they turned it into a show, essentially, brainstorming different ideas. And we got this cool action-comedy hybrid, which we now know and love as Chuck. Chris Fedak, I don't know what else to say other than he's the father of Chuck. Chuck exists because of Chris Fedak, and I love the guy for that. Thank you so much, Chris Fedak, for inventing Chuck, my favorite show. 
This episode is also directed by director Allison Liddy Brown. She has directed many different things. This is her first Chuck episode. She'll go on to direct one more, Chuck vs. the Gravitron in Season 2. But she has directed so many shows, it's just ridiculous. She directed six episodes of Friday Night Lights, which makes her okay in my book. She's directed many episodes of Bones, Parenthood, and most recently an episode of Battle Creek. So she's awesome. Before I get into this episode, I just want to mention, because come on, you have to mention him, Matt Bomer, the actor who plays Bryce Larkin. What more can you say about this guy? He's fantastic in this role, and he's great on White Collar, too. My wife and I watched that for several seasons till you know, we kind of kind of drifted off, but he's great on that show, and he's great on Chuck. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to Matt Bomer. He's fantastic as Bryce. All right, guys, let's get into Season 1, Episode 10, Chuck versus the Nemesis. So as you guys remember on the last episode, the capsule opened up and Bryce was inside, so we know he's alive. Chuck had no idea that Bryce was inside. He still thinks Bryce is dead. And all he's worried about is talking to Sarah about their kiss. Unfortunately, Sarah has moved on to other things. She's now completely distracted by the fact that Bryce is alive. She had feelings for Bryce. He could have been a traitor. He possibly is a traitor. He's supposed to be dead. And she's got feelings for Chuck, too. So she's kind of a mess in this episode. So when the episode begins, we see Bryce. He's in a white room. He's strapped to a bed. You can hear the EKG monitor. He wakes up, and there's a woman there. She goes over to him. And then the camera pulls back, and we see Casey and Sarah are watching him. It's there that Bryce says something to the woman. And they want to know, what did he say? What did he say? It sounded like... Chuck! So he says Chuck, and now cut to the buy more, we have Big Mike. He's looking for Chuck. Where's Potowski? Chuck! (laughs) By the way, I love when they do editing like that, where it overlaps into another scene. Somebody says something that leads into another scene. They've already done it several times on Chuck, and they do it again here. And I love it. Chuck is hiding from Big Mike because he's trying to get hold of Sarah. He's left several voicemails. He just wants to talk to her. This is Sarah. Please leave a message. Hey, hey, it's Chuck. Uh, Look, if you could just call me whenever. But while he's leaving a voicemail, Morgan comes over and totally ruins it. Anytime this comes to the plane, I didn't see. Is that Sarah? Did she call? Oh, dude, I hope she called because you have been really weird since breaking over. You know what I mean? Like full on stalker mode, crazy guy. Kind of the old Chuck. Message recorded. Thanks, buddy. What am I here for? Am I right? Come on. Open up to Uncle Morgan. It's complicated, buddy. It's it's just, it's it's complicated. Yeah, no, listen, man. You like her. She likes you. Yeah, dude. Wow, I'm, I'm confused. Like, I thought it wasn't going anywhere. That, that it was over, and then, and then we had this... This moment. This really... I mean... Great. Moment. And then in the moment right after that, 
I realized what a huge mistake it was to break up with her. I love this moment where Chuck is letting out his feelings. He can't get over his kiss with Sarah. Of course, you know, he's not exactly saying that to Morgan, but he's giving him a general idea. And then he turns around and Morgan's not even listening. He's busy making out with Anna, who has apparently forgiven him from the end of the last episode. You remember he went off to go apologize to her and kind of sweet talk her. So apparently that worked. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to leave now. No. Hey. Uh, quick question. It's cool if Anna comes to Thanksgiving dinner, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know how Ellie loves big Thanksgiving dinners? And I love this also. Uh, Morgan asked Chuck if Anna could come to their Thanksgiving, which of course she can. But Anna seems a little preoccupied by what Ellie thinks about all this. Is Ellie going to be there? Well, yes, because Chuck lives at Ellie's apartment. I know that. And she kind of makes all my favorite dishes, you know, like stuffing with apple chips and sweet potatoes and marshmallows. And I know that, too. I'm sorry, is there a problem? Not yet. Ow. <laughs> oh, ow. She scares the crap out of me. What is that about? She's got this crazy idea that I'm in love with Ellie. Because you are? Why does everybody know that? Because that's what you tell everybody. <laughs> I love the way Chuck says, because you are. I don't know what to do, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with two women. Potowski, Grimes. Does no tang mean no work? Potowski, round up your team. Grimes, stay close. All right, so Big Mike has a big meeting here, and I'm afraid I know what it is, having worked in retail previously. The day after Thanksgiving is what, guys? That's right. The busiest shopping day of the year. Black Friday. Oh, my God. Some of you are new, so listen up. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Soon of you know what happens after Thanksgiving. The tryptophan wears off and it's time for the liquor to kick in. <laughs> I love that. It's time for the liquor to kick in. Oh, Jeff. No. I'm talking about Black Friday, people. The biggest shopping day of the year. When regular housewives transform into a crazy mob blinded by door prizes, sales, and the urge to get the Christmas shopping done early. On Friday, I'm reassigning you nerds to crowd control. Be here tomorrow for training. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so wouldn't we as a store be closed? You got a key. Work it out. Grimes, you know the drill. Get these geeks trained and ready for action. Yes, sir. Man, what a bummer. They have to come in on Thanksgiving? Ah, that stinks. Hey, relax, Chuck. Things are, uh, things are looking up for you. Really? Oh, yeah. And how would that be? Cue Sarah Walker enters the Buy More, and Chuck really has been trying to talk to her. I love when Morgan says, turn on your heart light, buddy. Apparently, Morgan's a Neil Diamond fan. Turn on your heart light, buddy. Let it glow. Let it glow. I don't, uh, I don't want to play Beckman here, but if uh, you don't start answering my calls, then super secret spy resource Chuck Bartowski does kind of go to waste. Did you flash on something? No. No, I, I, was, I was calling about other stuff. He didn't happen to listen to my messages. Chuck, that... we have to talk. No, wait. I, look, can I say something first? No, Chuck. It's the kiss, right? <laughs> it is. I, it's got to be the kiss. First of all, I know that the moment was very life or deathish, and normally I would run from a situation like that. You, on the other hand, you, um, you, well, you kissed me, which was just, 
Um, but the thing, the thing is, the thing that I that I'd like to talk about is that I'd like to invite you to Thanksgiving dinner, but we need to cover for that. So really, what I'm trying to ask you is, uh, are we back together? Oh, Chuck, please stop talking. <laughs> uh, poor Chuck, he has no idea what Sarah is about to tell him. So let's cut him some slack. Chuck, Bryce is alive. Now, cut to the clean room where they have Bryce strapped to a chair, and Chuck has more than a few questions. Sarah, you told me Bryce was dead. I read his obituary. We went to his funeral. How is this possible? We don't know, Chuck. He won't talk to our people. Not even you? He hasn't seen either of us. Why? Because he asked for you. We want to know what happened to him. We think he'll talk to you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Well, you want me to go in there and ask him what exactly? Just so we're on the same page. Hey, Bryce, why did you send me the intersect? Why did you choose my life to ruin? How exactly do I start that conversation? Just talk to him. Okay, be a friend. You're good at that. Remember, he's a rogue CIA trained assassin. Now, does Bryce really not believe that's Chuck? Part of me is not sure Bryce is really messing around because when you think about it, he thought he was dead and now he's alive. <laughs> I'd like to come out now, please. Natural born interrogator, huh? Fantastic. All right, well, unless we're in the twilight zone right now, and there really is another Chuck, and I'm his clone. The answer to your question is yes, I am Chuck. Prove it. Klingon called the Jetla. Dude, come on, they're watching us right now. Do it. Ja. Pip Pip Kahlo. What the hell? <laughs> I love that. Chuck is so self-conscious about this. It's hilarious. Klingon's a bit rusty, Chuck. You know, what's funny is I looked it up. I had to know exactly what Bryce was saying to Chuck. And apparently he's saying, do you speak Klingon? Chuck says, yes, you look terrible, which is kind of a rough translation. Yeah, I've been kind of busy lately. Ever since I got your email. You opened it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Your computer? Destroyed. So you're the only one. I don't get it, Bryce. Why'd you do it? Why'd you send me the intersect? Then why did you destroy it? And last up, how the hell are you still alive? It's complicated. Who saved you? They did. They saved you. Did they? Could you be any more cryptic? Can I get a name, a place, a something? Oh, don't do that. I love when Chuck leans into Bryce and you can hear Casey's like, 
Ah, uh, don't do that. Because he knows something's about to go down. I'm sorry, Chuck. I'm trying. Sarah, what are you doing there? Hello, Casey. Care to try again? So, Bryce has Chuck, and he has a needle to his throat, and he's trying to escape. And Chuck's a little freaked out. Stand down! Don't do this, Bryce. We're all on the same side here. What side is that? You got a shot. No, you don't! You'll be fine. No shooting, no shooting! I'm susceptible to bullets! The access code! I'll kill him, Sarah! Between you and me, I think he means it! 51602. And what's funny here, I don't know if you guys remember me mentioning this or not, but do you guys remember me mentioning the music of Daniel May? His music was played in the Large Mart in the very first episode of Chuck, and then it was played in the very next episode in the Buy More, and now we have it returning again on an elevator. You knew I wouldn't do it, right? Ew. No, I did not know that. How would I know that, Bryce? What are you trying to do? What's Sarah doing here? She's protecting me, okay? And so is Casey. We're the good guys. Look, you need to stop this right now before someone, namely me, gets hurt. It's too soon. We're slowing down. I don't have to do the whole thing. Please don't do this! We stop this elevator again. Aha, and we have Tommy again, the mysterious guy who killed Papa Demetrios in the last episode. Bryce, who's your friend? step back okay i wouldn't want you to kill some random person i feel just terrible tell your people that i'm gone this is your chance bryce this is me being reasonable let's go let's be friends again we were never friends ouch now my feelings are hurt you're gonna run aren't you good I kind of love uh, Tommy's uh, attitude there, his sarcasm. Like, I'd hate to see you kill some random person. <laughs> like, he couldn't care less. And his little, ouch, you hurt my feelings. It's uh, pretty interesting. Who was that? Nobody. What's Fulcrum? Where did you hear that? Oh, yeah. And Chuck flashes on the word Fulcrum. Which will mean a lot. So pay attention. The intersect. I have these flashes. I was right. You can remember its intel. Is it always that fast? What is Fulcrum, Bryce? Who are they and how do they know you? This is my stop. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Wait, I have questions. I have millions of questions. Chuck. This is going to sting a little. Ah! Tell Sarah. It's hard to say goodbye. Poor Chuck. So many questions for Bryce and so little time. Now, I love this next scene here where the elevator opens up and Casey and Sarah see Chuck there on the ground. And <laughs> Chuck is all wonky from the drugs. And he's like, oh, Sarah's beautiful. She leans in. And then Casey comes in. And he's like, no, ugly. It's hilarious. Chuck. Hey, Chuck. 
<laughs> I love that. Now, cut to the courtyard of the Bartowski stronghold, and Sarah is telling Chuck, everything's going to be okay, just relax, the drugs will wear off soon. It wasn't a full dose, it'll be out of your system in a few hours. Thanks. I think I can handle it from here. So are you in case you're going to go after Bryce? No, Bryce is probably halfway around the world by now, it's uh, someone else's job to find him. Sarah, this is Bryce Larkin we're talking about here, your old flame. My old nemesis, we have to do something. We each have our own assignment. Right. And I'm yours, so what... What does this mean... for us? Nothing. You're protected. No. For us. Our fake relationship, I mean, you and Bryce were... You're really not making this easy. And something tells me it's not really easy for Sarah either. I have a feeling she has no idea what to do right now on the whole Chuck kissing, fake relationship... Bryce is back, etc. Luckily, Ellie shows up and kind of breaks up the whole conversation. Hey! Hey, hey sis! Hey! Hey! Hey, Sarah! It's good to see you. You too. Are you coming to Thanksgiving? Of course. Wow, good. Sarah's coming to Thanksgiving. Now, let's cut to the Buy More, where Morgan is training the nerd herders on how to deal with Black Friday. On Black Friday, it comes down to us. Crowd control. Okay? Little test here. Jeff, emergency in sector two. Move! Nice work, Jeff. Nice work. Lester, converge on Jeff's position. Sector one, move. Now, go. People's lives are at stake here, man. Good hustle. Nice. Anna, we cannot lose the doors, okay? If we lose the doors, we've lost the battle. Got it? All right. You look beautiful today, by the way. Chuck! Yes, Morgan. Yes, I'm right here. Hey, pal. Yeah, listen. Everybody's moving way too slow. They don't shape up. If we lose control of this door, we are going to have a pineapple situation. All right, guys. Here's where we hear about pineapple. This is an explanation of pineapple. And once you learn it, you must never forget it. It's a pineapple situation. Never say that word. You just... It's a black swan. It's an impossible event that changes everything. In case something terrible happens, nuclear strike, earthquake, any one of you can initiate a full buy more evacuation by uttering one word. Pineapple. Mm. The word that cannot be spoken. I really just want to say pineapple. If Pineapples are fun. My dad pineapple. used to throw them at me. Pineapple. Seriously? Wow. I love how Jeff says that his dad used to throw pineapples at him. <laughs> I got to say something about Jeff in this episode. He's hilarious in this episode, and he really comes into his own just being Jeff. Now, Chuck gets a phone call. What's the matter? Who is it? Oh, it's Ellie. She's in Thanksgiving panic mode. I got to stop by the store. See you kids later. Later. Are oh, you got to be kidding me? Chuck, where you? Come on, dude. What about what about Black Friday? <laughs> I love that moment. He Morgan sticks the megaphone right in Jeff's face and he just collapses to the ground. It's hilarious. Now cut to the Bartowski household and Chuck has returned with lots of goodies for Ellie. Okay. Chuck, get ready for some turkey. What are you doing here? Well, your sister invited me to dinner. Hmm. Really? Did you find everything? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, but I knew I, I need to talk to you. Okay. I need to talk to you about something later. Later. Um, hey, hey. Uh, uh, I have a question for you. Um, what What do you think Bryce meant when he said Casey cared to care to try again? Because call me crazy, but I got the weirdest feeling like it was you 
Who killed him? Good guess. Are you serious? Does Sarah know about that? It's in my report. Why would you do that? Why did you kill Bryce? Orders. Your old nemesis is a very dangerous human being, Chuck. You get a chance to shoot Bryce Larkin, you should kill. I love that right there, that it's in my report, Chuck. He's not going to hide anything. It's part of his duty. Guys, no shop talk tonight. We got a bird to eat. Hey, John, can you help me stuff this monster? Cosmo? Thank you, John. He's so sweet. Like honey. Uh, sis, Morgan is bringing somebody tonight. Like a real someone or an imaginary someone? Uh, real, actually. Very real. And she's very nice. And, um... She. she... You said she. Yes. We're just as shocked as you are, Ellie. Yes, Anna, Morgan's girlfriend. There could be a little issue, though, because she knows about you and Morgan. What are you talking about? Just remember, it's not my fault. Sarah and my other friends. Welcome to Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you. They're beautiful. You're welcome. Devin's inside. Okay, when I... Ellie. So, uh, this is Anna, my... Uh, Girlfriend. Right. And this is my green bean casserole. Try not to drop it. It's good to meet you. Finally. Yeah, yeah, Chuck just told me about you and Morgan. I'm so happy. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I laugh at that every time. She calls Ellie a hussy. Um, I am in heaven. Yeah, this is so good. So good. How do you like? Amazing. Do you uh, usually do Thanksgiving? Uh, not recently. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. You know what? For my second plate, I need critical side dish number two. <laughs> oh yeah. There yeah. you go. Thank you. There's no marshmallows on my sweet potatoes. It's Morgan's favorite number two side dish. I'm sorry, I must have forgot. Thanksgiving is ruined. <laughs> I love the way Anna says it's ruined. Thanksgiving is ruined. Now, uh, I love Thanksgiving myself, and the uh, dressing is my favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal. And I'm looking for it there on the table. By the way, I've mentioned before how one of my favorite things about Chuck is whenever they get the cast together, all the characters in one location, it's... Amazing, and I love this scene. No, no. Oh, wait, that's my bad, because I did pick them up. They're in the herder. I'll be right back. Don't be too long. How's everything? Good? Good. <laughs> I love the way Ellie says, don't be too long. <laughs> now, when Chuck heads back from the herder with the marshmallows, he sees that Bryce is there in the courtyard. Hello, Chuck. Sarah and Casey are right inside. One girl is screaming for me and they go into combat mode. Relax. This your place? Ellie and I live here, yeah. You live with your sister. What happened? Chuck. What happened to you? Guy who wanted to be the software billionaire. Bill Gates with style. Does Bryce not remember what he did to Chuck? Or does he not think that what he did to Chuck would have screwed up his life as bad as it did. Do you think Chuck would have just bounced back from all that? It's hard to say at this point. You got me kicked out of Stanford, Bryce. I can't talk to Sarah. Can you bring her to me? Without Casey. Why would I help you? Because of Fulcrum. That guy in the elevator, he works for them. And they want the intersect, Chuck. They want you. Yikes. So they want the intersect. 
and the intersect is Chuck. So Chuck has no choice but to tell Sarah that Bryce Larkin is in the other room. Thank God the marshmallows are back. Thank you. I made this for you. Thank you. Thank you. Everything okay? Yeah, everything's great. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Very much. It's devastating. Devastatingly good. Does anyone else want some? No, thank you. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, nice and tight, John. I'm impressed. You work out? Yeah, work keeps me in shape. How many calories do you think you're going to burn to buy more, John? Hmm? You tell me. About 350 now, max. That's a trust. You look like a guy who needs an adventure. Two words water, sports. Excuse me. Sweetheart, is that um, tartar sauce? Yee! Now Sarah enters Chuck's bedroom and she's looking for Bryce. You're getting rusty. Bryce, I have a gun. Do I need to use it? I'm unarmed. And I'm sorry. Now cut back to the table and Awesome is pitching a rafting trip with Casey. And he realizes that he left some rafting brochures in Chuck's room and he needs them. But now Chuck has to go into his bedroom to walk in on Sarah and Bryce. Two dudes, one raft, whitewater rapids. I got some brochures I gave to Chuck. Hey Chuckles, those uh, rafting brochures still in your room? What? Don't worry about it. I'll get them. No, 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 no. I'll... I'll get them, please. You guys keep, you know, talk. talk. Why shouldn't I arrest you right now? Because I'm not a rogue spy. Because the Intersect was a mission. Because, Sarah, you're still in love with me. I think he's supposed to say, I'm still in love with you, not you're still in love with me. Man, look at, look at this guy. Who does he think he is? Not only that, he plants a wet one on Sarah. Come on! By the way here, I don't blame Sarah for kissing Bryce. She's obviously confused. The guy she thought she loved, she thought was dead, and he's alive and he's there in the room. Who can you blame? She's going to kiss him and see how she feels. So Chuck's bummed out. He sees them kissing. He doesn't know how to feel. No, he knows how to feel. He's bummed out. So when he goes back to the table, it's time to say what you're thankful for this Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, Chuck's not thankful for much. So, Thanksgiving. We're all supposed to say what we're thankful for. I'll start. I am thankful that I am here with the most beautiful woman in the world, Ellie Bartowski. Good call. Morgan. <laughs> I love that. Good call. That's sweet, honey. I am thankful for my family and my friends. Uh, pass. <laughs> uh, that cracks me up too. Casey passes on what he's thankful for. So now it's Chuck's turn. Chuck. I'm thankful that Bryce Larkin is dead and is not currently in my bedroom making out with my new girlfriend. <clears throat> Excuse me, please. Hey. Wow, buddy, that was um really dark and specific. Very dark and specific. 
So cut back to the bedroom, and Sarah's not dumb. She thinks that Bryce is playing her, but before they can have any kind of conversation, Casey bursts into the room. Well, he does it quietly. Come on, he is visiting for Thanksgiving. You still got it. This isn't a play, Sarah. I need your help. Please don't run. Casey, everything is under control. Chuck, are you okay? Okay, I might have made a mistake. Nice work, CIA. Hey, no guns at Thanksgiving. Now, I actually love this part. Ellie has now prepared the sweet potatoes covered in melted marshmallows like Morgan likes. And this scene is fantastic because Morgan loves this dish. It's not Thanksgiving without sweet potatoes covered in marshmallows. Okay, Ellie, I got to tell you right now, I'm getting really excited. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh (laughs) I love the way Ellie looks. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And Morty's like, oh. (laughs) And just Anna's sitting there with her mouth open like, oh, my God. Oh, good. Good? Oh, good. Oh, my God. You can have him. What's the matter, babe? Seriously, wait. Honey, hold on a second. Honey, no more family dinners, okay? What do you think about a destination Christmas? Yeah, I love that Ellie and Awesome have no idea what just happened. But uh, it's it's time to put an end to these dinners. Banana, banana, come here. Leave me alone, Morgan. He's gone. Call it in from my place. I'll check the back. How did Casey find out? I made a rash decision. You saw Bryce kiss me, didn't you? Well, yes, he did, Sarah. And you know what? Chuck's not just upset. I am, too. What were you thinking? But wait, what's this? Somebody is in Casey's apartment. I guess this means we're not getting back together. Sarah, why is someone in Casey's apartment? So Chuck and Sarah sneak into Casey's apartment and they can see Bryce trying to get some kind of information off the computer. Put it down, Bryce. Sarah, close the door, Chuck. Okay, 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 okay. I'm closing the door. I'm closing the door. I'm walking into the apartment. Please do not shoot me. I need you to listen to me. Just put it down. The Intersect was a mission. I was recruited by an outfit called Fulcrum, a special access group inside the CIA. You're lying. We would know that. They knew who I was, my activation codes, my record. They ordered me to shed my agency contacts and go deep. Only then did I realize it was an internal strike. To download and destroy the Intersect, Fulcrum had plans for its intel. Wow, so Fulcrum is a secret entity in the CIA who formed a collective who want the intersect. It doesn't sound good. How can I trust you, Bryce? I didn't mean to hurt you, Sarah. I didn't know who to trust. Why Chuck? Yeah, why Chuck? I needed a friend who wasn't a spy. He wouldn't know anything about Fulcrum or the intersect or Sandwall. Wait a second, Sandwall? I think that sounds like something Chuck should probably flash on.
Sandwall. Sandwall, that was the name of the mission. Sarah, I think he's telling the truth. Wait, did you flash? Yeah. I'm not rogue. Well, it looks like Bryce is telling the truth. It looks like they can trust him. Casey, no! 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 And I love there how Chuck faints. (laughs) Bryce. Bryce. (sighs) Time to finish the job. Casey, no. Chuck flashed. Bryce isn't rogue. You should aim for the head next time, Casey. Hey, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. Just, you know, me, intersect guy. I don't get it, Bryce. How are you alive? I don't know how they did it, if that's what you're asking. They probably used one of the European clinics. I don't remember it. But you know why they did it? Yeah. Well, should I pop some popcorn or beat the answer out of you? No, thanks. We'll talk. Darn it. You know the first part already. I downloaded the intersect intel and blew up the computer. Raced out of the DNI. Then I ran into you, Casey. I have to admit, I always did think it was rather cold of Casey to shoot Bryce just then. But that's what Casey does. Uh, He thought Bryce was a bad guy and he shot him. Both times. So I'm on the ground. No white light. Just Casey staring down at me. And then... They brought me back, but they weren't trying to save me. No, this was a fulcrum team. They wanted something. Rice, where are they? Where are the intersect files? Tell me, Rice. What happened to the intersect? Tell me, or I'll let you die again. Die. I saw them. They're in me. Save me. Do whatever it takes. Save Fulcrum thinks you're the intersect. They brought me back to take it out of me. That's why I need your help. We're going to help you. I need to turn myself into the CIA, but Fulcrum has operatives in every agency. I need to know that I'm being handed over to the real CIA. I can do that. I can do that. I can, I can be there at the transfer. If I flash on whoever they send, they're fulcrum. If not, you're on your way home. That should work. Smart, Chuck. I still need a place where the transfer can go down. Public place, a lot of people. Public spot. Lots of witnesses. I know a place. So what better place to hand Bryce over to the CIA than the buy more on Black Friday? That's genius, Chuck. Okay, listen up. Three minutes, we let those animals in. If this was a zoo, I'd say run for your lives, but this is Vimo. For those days where you did squat, this is what you make up for. Don't let me down. This is the single most important day of our year. And my door is locked. Don't even think about knocking. I love that Mike, the manager, doesn't want to be involved in Black Friday. He will be locked in his office. Another thing I love about this episode is how it brings the danger and the spy life, the bad guys, to the buy more. That's always my favorite part of Chuck, when they mix the two together.
And I love when all the people come storming in. It's like a zombie movie. And Jeff and Lester are terrified. Take one. Take only one. So Morgan chooses the wrong time to approach Anna because she's protecting the uh, recordable DVDs, I guess. (laughs) He's just trying to ask her what happened. Hey, are we talking? Anna, what happened last night? It was a test, Morgan, and you failed. Well, why are there tests? No, take only one. Take only one. No, take only one. I agree with you, Morgan. Why indeed are there tests? So appliances are over there, right? And electronics, you're already here. We're entering the store. The CIA pickup should be here in two minutes. I love how on the TVs in the background, there's a lot of times it has to do with what's going on in Chuck. You see a great white shark coming up out of the water. It's scary, but I think it would have been more apropos if it was like Dawn of the Dead on the TV in the background. I'm just looking for camera bags. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, camera cameras are just over here, so if you want to look. Now, I love this moment. They don't take into account that Morgan actually knows what Bryce looks like. And this is actually a really good scene because I don't think Bryce has thought about the ramifications of what he did. He was trying to protect Chuck at uh, Stanford, but I don't think he thought much more about it, how Chuck would have handled it, how it would have affected his life, his confidence, and uh, all of that. But Morgan does a good job here of pointing out to him that, yeah, he did a douche move what he did to Chuck. Do I know you? Wow. Dude. No, I'm sorry, man. You you look just like this guy my best friend used to go to Stanford with. Oh, sorry. I, I went to Penn. Um, I'll take it as a compliment. Well, you shouldn't, actually, because this guy Bryce was a real douche. You know, he, he got my buddy Chuck kicked out of Stanford. He ruined his life. I don't know why he did that to the nicest guy in the world, you know? Anywho, happy holidays. Jeff and Lester. They can't do it. They're hiding. <laughs> And then Anna comes and scoops Morgan up because Jeff and Lester aren't doing their jobs. And now the CIA has shown up and it's up to Chuck to see if he flashes on them. The CIA pickup is here. Chuck, to your pass. Welcome to Bymore. Hey, 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 nothing happened. Nothing happened. There were, no, there were no flashes, so the CIA guys are legit. All right, so it looks like the guys are okay and everything's going to be fine. Uh-oh, what's this? Jeff and Lester are hiding under the nerd herd desk. <laughs> what are you guys doing? It is not safe out there. Someone touched me. I don't care. You both have jobs to do. Yeah. Morgan, registers are down. I need Jeff up there to fix it. All right, I'm on it, boss man. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) And now the registers are down. I love how Morgan explains it's because Jeff is the only one that was around in the 80s that knows how to fix them. Jeff, the registers are down. Uh, I can't do it, man. Dude, you have to. You're the only guy old enough to understand how the registers work. Okay, they're from the 80s. 
I can't. Listen to me, you're scared. I'm scared. We're all scared. But the store is depending on you. If people can't check out, people can't leave. If people can't leave, more people will fill in. If more people fill in, Jeff, the store will explode. The store will explode! Get out of here! I love it. No, it's a trick. Now here's a good scene between Bryce and Chuck, where Bryce, now realizing what he did to Chuck, has something to say about it. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you? Yes, thank you. These HD screens almost look like the real thing. Yeah, they do, huh? You know, I didn't mean to offend you last night about living with your sister. Sarah told me about your team, what you've done together. You're still a super spy, right? It's nothing. I got one friend in this world. You got a home and a store full of them. So what happens now, Bryce? Just disappear all over again? That's what I do well. Thanks, John. For everything. Yeah. You're welcome. It's a huge moment there because uh, since the beginning of the series, it's been all about the way Bryce destroyed Chuck's life and the way Chuck thought of Bryce as his arch nemesis. And this was a nice moment here. I'm taking him in, Chuck. You stay here. Right. Stay in the store, Chuck. So cut to the car and Sarah's with Bryce and he wants to know how everything stands with them. Are we good? Yeah, we're clear. No. Us. I thought you were dead, Bryce. Come back with me. I have my assignment. You were never good at this. Saying your feelings part? Well, I don't like to talk much. Holy crap, that truck came out of nowhere. By the way, this is such a staple now in shows. It happened in Alias. It's happened, I don't know, it's happened in movies where the car comes out of nowhere to blindside the guy sitting next to the window. It's a thing that you see everywhere now. And I'm not sure who did it first, but uh, it always, I have to admit, it is effective when it comes out of nowhere and you're like, whoa, what just happened? So now... Bryce and Sarah are in peril, and Chuck has no idea, until a guy named Tommy needs help at the nerd herd desk. Yikes. Excuse me, can I get some service? Charles Bartowski on you. We met the other day. Did we? So how, how can I, uh, how can I help you? I'm looking for a computer. You might be familiar with this one. It was called The Intersect. Holy crap, does Tommy know Chuck has the intersect? You don't seem to understand the situation, Charles. You think that all these witnesses are guaranteed that nothing's going to happen to you? You couldn't be more wrong. Um, I I am so slammed right now. It's really busy, so I should probably get back to work. My team reacquired Bryce Larkin and Sarah Walker five minutes ago. I have seven trained killers stationed throughout the store. If you look over there, you can also see that my men have neutralized Mr. Casey. See, here's the thing, Charles. Nothing stops me from fulfilling my orders. Innocents, civilians. If you make me, I'll execute every last person in this place. 
wow, this Tommy guy is not a good person. Now cut back to the wreck and one of the fulcrum bad guys thinks that Bryce and Sarah are down for the count, but I have a feeling he's wrong. It's done. Now we'll need about two minutes to room the area. Where is he? Who? Her boss, Tommy. Chuck. Now cut back to the buy more. Tommy has Chuck. He's escorting him out. And Chuck has no idea what to do to fix this situation. Chuck, the registers are down. I can't get them back up. What should I do? Say more than one word and I'll kill him right here. Pineapple. Did Chuck just say pineapple? You guys know what that means. You were paying attention earlier, weren't you? He said pineapple. And with that, we get the song Sugar Assault Me Now by Pop Levi. Let's go. Pineapple. Dude, don't say that word, okay? It doesn't have any meaning if you keep joking with it, okay? No, I didn't say it. Chuck did. Chuck. Chuck. (laughs) I love when he drops the box with speakers on Jeff's head. That's hilarious. Morgan springs into action. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an emergency. I need everyone to leave the store in an orderly fashion. Anna, pineapple. I love that iconic shot of Mike about to take the bite of the donut. It's fantastic. And everyone's freaking out in the store. I love this very athletic jump Big Mike does over the desk. With some, I will admit, some unflattering sound effects. Jeff gets hit in the head yet again. And I love this jump Morgan does off the nerd her desk. No, I got you. I got you. Morgan, what are you doing? Put me down. I will not put you down. Morgan, put me down. Well, luckily in all the crazy hoopla, Casey has grabbed Chuck, and now they're holed up in the home theater room. Code black, hostiles in the Bymore. I need to contain the team right away. Are you kidding me? Some kid could find this. I agree with you, Chuck. Hiding guns in the home theater room seems like a bad idea. Lock the doors. Let's go. Stay down, Chuck. This is when the shooting starts. Right, right now? And Casey's right. The shooting does indeed start, and it's beautiful. 
I love seeing Casey with a gun in each hand like he's Chow Yun-Fat in a John Woo movie. It's awesome. Oh, and now Bryce and Sarah just showed up. Just hang tight there, Chuck, because Bryce and Sarah just showed up. And wow, look at this awesome ballet of skill. I love seeing Chuck. He's just like, whoa, because Bryce and Sarah are fantastic together. But oh crap, the day's not saved yet because Tommy now has Chuck. Where's Chuck? Over here. Let him go. Now. Does this look like my first time? Isn't it somebody else's turn to be the human shield? Stay there, Bryce. You all right, Chuck? Does it look like I'm all right? I need to ask you something. Shoot. Not you, please. Guys, you had web? Kija? Obey. Yeah. Now again, I've looked it up trying to translate this Klingon. And what it seems to be that Bryce asks is Jacket has shield, correct? And Chuck says, yes. Sorry, Chuck. Hi. Oh. What did you say to him? Ask him. Hey, Chuck. Come on, wake up. Come on. Hey. Kija. Kija, yes. Yes. I am wearing a vest. (laughs) That stings a little bit. Walk it off. You'll be fine. (laughs) Seriously, that is not fair to not tell someone. How much a bulletproof vest still hurts? NSA, nobody move. Hey, stand down. He's one of us. Right, let's go. Let's the now cut to outside, and there's the fire department, all the Black Friday shoppers, and there's Morgan carrying his woman, Anna, to safety. And I love how Lester points out, like, uh, she could have just walked. Why did you just carry Anne out? She could have just walked. No? Sorry about that. Morgan, you passed. I passed. You just won the most important shopping day of the year. For what? For what? Do you know what you are, Grimes? Uh, what? There was a gas leak in the store. Gas. Yes, sir. And whoever evacuated probably saved a lot of people. It took us a few hours to clean all this stuff, so we'd appreciate it to keep everybody out of here until we give you the say so. You would think Morgan would take this moment to just be in the good graces of Big Mike, but no, he has to be cocky about it. He's blowing on his uh, name tag, and he wants some accolades. But, you know, Big Mike's not going to do that. 
Is it straight? Does it look good? Now cut back in the buy more and Chuck, Sarah, and Casey are waiting to see what happens with Bryce. What are we going to do? Relax, Chuck. These are NSA cleaners. They'll have the buy more back to normal in a jiffy. What's happening with Bryce? He's in there giving his report to General Beckman. Now when Bryce comes out of the home theater room, we hear the song, No One's Gonna Love You by Band of Horses. Here, I have a new assignment. As a maitre d'? Actually, it's a consulate dinner. You want me to go out for fulcrum? On my own, off the radar. Oh, sounds like heaven. It means Bryce Larkin is dead. And he's going to stay that way this time. Goodbye, Chuck. This is so weird. Where are you going to go? Who are you going to be? Sorry. Not even you can know. Sarah... We'll always have all my Now, after hearing that, Chuck's really curious as to what that meant. Omaha, what did that mean? And he's got to go straight to Casey and ask him. Um, we have some turkey leftovers. Actually, we have a lot of turkey leftovers. I was wondering if I could interest you in some sandwiches or something. Thanks, but work to do. Right. Right, okay, then. Okay. Hey, uh, Casey, 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 Casey. Yeah? Sorry. What did Bryce mean by Omaha? Outside of it being some weird Casablanca reference. Probably a code. Contact point of some sort. Okay, why, why would Sarah need that? Bryce is going deep, Chuck. No calls home, no messages out. Sarah wants to join up with him. She has to do it now. Sarah's leaving? Well, don't worry, Chuck. Sarah's gone, we'll get you a new girl. Something tells me that doesn't appease Chuck at all. But I don't know about you, but I could go for one of those leftover turkey sandwiches. Sounds good. Oh, man. This is great. Right? Two buddies, a couple of cold turkey sandwiches, and all the mail you can want. You alright? But Chuck's not okay. All he can think about is Sarah. Is she leaving town with Bryce? He's got to call her. He's got to get a hold of her. He's got to know what's going to happen. Now cut to Sarah in her apartment, and she's standing there thinking the same thing. What is she going to do? Is she going to go with Bryce? Or is she going to stay here with Chuck? And that's the way the episode ends. Will Sarah choose Bryce or Chuck? We'll just have to watch the next episode to find out. But I have a feeling you already know what she picks. 
But uh, that was seriously an awesome episode. It had action. It had comedy. It had the great stuff with pineapple and the buy more. It had the great Thanksgiving dinner with Anna getting pissed at Morgan. And we got to have Bryce Larkin back and know that he's not all bad. He's a, he seems like a pretty decent guy. I mean, yeah, he royally screwed up Chuck's life, but uh, we wouldn't have a show if he hadn't done that. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Chuck Series Companion. I love this episode, and I can't wait to do the next one. And before I go, I'd like to remind you that you can go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com, find all the previous episodes that I've done. You can also read all my blog posts. Also, be sure and subscribe on iTunes, and also give me a rating and a review. I'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to uh, give me some feedback, go to dimpodcast at gmail.com to send me an email or a voicemail, or you can call 1206-309-4729. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm having a blast doing it, and I can't wait to do the next one. I'll see you next time when we do Season 1, Episode 11, Chuck vs. the Crown Vic. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Now this is podcasting. Casting.